Hello, welcome to this edition of Impact, where we share your remarkable stories of faith. You know, we proclaim and believe in the scripture of the great prophet Isaiah, when he declared in chapter 12, verse 4, Thank the Lord, praise His name, tell the world, yes, tell the world of His wondrous love and how mighty He is. So stay with us and be inspired as we hear amazing stories that are sure to impact your walk with Christ. You won't want to miss today's program. And now, here's your host, Mike Gonzalez. Welcome to this edition of Impact, where we share your amazing stories of faith. On this program, we believe that your story of transformation through Jesus Christ can touch many lives. For more information on Impact Stories of Faith, visit us at impactministrysa.org. And now, our featured story of the week is Sam Sandoval. Sam, welcome to Impact, and I know that our listeners are in for an amazing story. In 1996, Sam Sandoval, while serving the Lord, suddenly found himself in a very dark place. Sam, take us back to 1996 as you encountered trouble in your life. At that time in my life, I, um, I found myself going through a divorce. It was very impacting upon my life. Uh, knowing God at a, at a very early age, of, uh, uh, I accepted the Lord at the age of nine years old, but uh, it goes way beyond that. I mean, be, even before I was born, uh, uh, in my mother's womb, I was uh, going to church. I, I uh, wherever she went, and she, and we went to church uh, three or four times a week, and uh, we were very involved in church. My mom and and uh, so I grew up in the church. I accepted the Lord at uh, at the tender age of nine years old. I remember that night uh, on a Sunday night, uh, accepted. I remember a friend of mine there was with me, and we uh, I was led to the Lord by a sister who's now been with uh, gone to be with the Lord. She led me in the prayer of, of accepting Christ at a very young age. And from that moment, I was already, I was already involved in singing uh, because of what my mom had seen in my life. So I was a singer. I uh, had been singing since the age of six years old. I was, uh, you know, as she, she saw something in me that no one had seen before in my life. Even before I was uh, in, uh, just a few weeks old, I was... Uh, uh, she told me that I was the 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 crier of I'm a twin, so my brother was a silent one, he was a quiet one, and I was the the really really noisy one, and uh, and but she saw something when I was uh, waking everybody at two two or three in the morning. She saw something and she declared it from her mouth. This came out of her mouth. She said, "Sam is going to be a singer." And I began uh, uh, my love for God's Word at a very young age. And, and so uh, I had people that, that began to, to guide me in the way of, uh, of the singing ministry and help me to develop that area of my life. And I praise God for those people that one by one, God put them in my path. And when that was done, God would open up another, another path. And, and so uh, I got married and, and uh, had two wonderful boys uh, whom I love with all my heart, and uh, after about uh, uh, seven years of marriage, uh, my marriage came to a, uh, uh, an end, and and I entered into entered into a very, very, very uh, dark and very uh, depressing time in my life. And I believe one of the reasons was is that uh, I was being that I was involved in the church, being that I was uh, uh, in the church, all of a sudden. Uh, the church 
or the people in the church uh, began to turn their back on me uh, because all of a sudden the singer, this minister, this brother, you know, all of a sudden I had this thing that I was a, I was a divorcee and what hurt me so much was that people around me that they, that I had began to fellowship and and to grow with they I felt at least in, in, in my that they had turned their their backs on me and and that became such a, a hard thing to to accept and and to receive in my heart and and that became like I said very dark and depressing part of my life. Let's go back just for a few moments here. You accept Christ in your life at the age of nine. You have a Christian family. You're raised in a Christian home. You sing. You start to sing. Your mom tells you that you have this wonderful gift of singing. She prophesies that over you. And in fact, you become this great singer that we even know of today. But in 1996, here you are. Trouble begins to brew in your life. You have children with your then wife, and there's trouble. There's a very dark place, a a dark cloud that begins to form. Tell us about that divorce that would begin to happen in your life. Like I said, uh, it it was very depressing, very uh, sad. Uh, and I remember, I remember going on a, on on a one particular winter winter day. I was working in the in in the northeast part of San Antonio. It was it was it was very it was freezing cold. And and I remember going on in my lunch break and just walking around. It was it was near freezing weather. Uh, it was kind of raining. It was misty. It's kind of, it kind of looked the way I felt, uh, very dark and misty and ugly. And, and I remember telling the Lord, God, if, if, you, if you could, can you please take my life? And I remember I, take, I took off my, my jacket. I, I uh, just, just put on a, just, just, just a, a very light shirt that I had on. And, and I remember well, in thinking deep in the, heart, in the depths of my heart, I said, maybe if I get a pneumonia or or something like that. Maybe I, the Lord, you know, because my dad, uh, when, he, when he was very young, he a lungs burst, and he was about to die. And and uh, God did a miracle in his life, and God gave him two brand new lungs, and he's still alive today at the age of 82 years old. But I thought in my mind, God, maybe if I can just get sick, get, you know, hypothermia or something, I can just die, and I, I know it won't be me. But it would be you. But that's how dark it got in my life, thinking, God, I know I can't take it, but Lord, please take my life away from me. This situation, as a Christian, this troubled time that you were in affected you dramatically. In fact, you were wishing, God, take my life. How did this also affect your family, your children? My two boys, Sam and Jonathan, uh, I know it affected them so much. We were uh, so close together. Uh, you know, I loved on them. I told them every time, I, I, I love you, or I care for you. And I think the hardest time was was every two weeks, dropping them off at, at, uh, at their mom's house and, and being at that moment of separation where, I mean, we knew that I knew and they knew that we weren't going to be, you know, seeing each other for, it was maybe two weeks, but it seemed like an eternity after spending a few uh, a few days together and just forming that bond. But just that, that idea of that anxiety uh, being, being separated once again, I think that was a way it affected us so much more in our lives. This would ultimately develop into a full-blown divorce. 
How did this affect you after the divorce itself? Well, that was a very, uh, after divorce, it, it was just uh, almost like a different life had to, a different, a whole chapter, you would say a whole chapter opened up uh, a life of uh, being single, a life of uh, uh, having to find uh, new friends because uh, like once again, the old, uh, the old brother, even in the church, uh, the, the brethren, they they kind of put me aside because they were you know married. I was now single, so it, it threw me into a whole different I would say category. Almost I feel like a different under category. This marriage, and all of a sudden you go into a different category. You're single now, so now you belong to some other uh, other society, part of society. And that's the way I felt. Sam, at the age of nine years old. You accept Christ into your life. You have a relationship with Him. You have a great family, parents, and you're raised in the walk of Christ. However, later in life, you would get married, and in 1996, you would go through a full-blown divorce, which would affect you and your children. It would be devastating in your life. But when we come back after this short commercial break, we're going to talk about the healing transformation process that would begin in your life through the power of Jesus Christ. Stay with us. We'll be right back with Sam Sandoval on Impact Stories of Faith. Thank you for joining today's edition of Impact, where we share your remarkable stories of faith. If you have a faith-based story to tell or you'd like to share your story online, simply email Mike Gonzalez at impactstories.faith at gmail.com. That's impactstories.faith at gmail.com. On this program, we believe that your story of transformation through Jesus Christ can touch many lives. Today's program is sponsored by Sammy's Mexican Restaurant in Lavernia, Texas, where they have delicious breakfast and lunch specials to include my favorite, their great-tasting carne guisada. Come to Sammy's Mexican Restaurant located at 13520 U.S. Highway 87 in Lavernia, Texas, just 30 minutes southeast of San Antonio, and see for yourself why they're the best Mexican restaurant in Lavernia. And we're back to Impact Stories of Faith with Sam Sandoval, who in 1996, while serving the Lord, suddenly found himself in a dark place through a divorce. As a result, he would desire for his life to end. However, Sam would have a transformation through the power of Jesus Christ. Sam, walk us through your transformation process in your life. Well, first of all, I want to thank the Lord that he doesn't answer all of our prayers. And uh, he knows which ones to answer. And, and thank God he didn't answer the prayer that I had, Lord, please take my life. Because he had so much more in store of me. But I just couldn't see it at that moment. I was so blinded by the darkness. Uh, but I thank God that, first of all, I want to say that in the background, I now know that my mom and my dad were constantly praying for me. Through this whole process, they were interceding for me. They were taking me up uh, uh, to the Lord in prayer. And, and I didn't realize that at that moment. But but I want to encourage you, if you know of someone who is going through a dark time in their life, be that person who's praying for them. And, in, you know, they may not see you pray, but pray and pray and pray for them. So I believe that was number one, my my way back was because of the prayers of my of my parents uh, that were constantly praying for me. I know the the second thing that 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 helped was uh was the word that had been instilled in me, the word of God that had been instilled in me all my life. 
it was in there. It was in my heart. And, and uh, you know, God through the Holy Spirit would, would bring out a certain word or, or a certain something that would just keep me going for that moment, for, for that day. And number three, I believe uh, this is probably one of the most important parts uh, of, of my transformation. I remember on one Wednesday night, uh, I, I didn't have a church to go to. I had left uh, the church that I had been a uh, uh, for many years, uh, a part of, and I was in uh, church limbo. I didn't know where to go, and I remember opening up the the tel- back then was the yellow pages, and uh, I opened up the yellow pages, and I saw this big church that was a uh, it was on there, and and uh, they were they were congregating just a few minutes uh, from where I lived, and I say, you know what, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna visit them, and I remember it was on on a Wednesday night. I took my two boys with me and I remember the moment that I walked into the the place that they were uh, holding their service at I was flooded by um, people that came up to me they they acted like they knew me all their lives I go where are these people coming from I mean they had a time called a uh, greeting time I mean they all hugged on me and I told them my name and they all acted like they knew me forever and I mean they I just felt from the first moment that I got there that that I belonged there that I felt loved I wasn't judged I wasn't condemned they, they didn't know nothing about me they didn't know where I came from but they just loved on me I joined this fellowship and that became one of the greatest pivotal points of my life is to join a, a group that just loved me, that prayed for me. They invited me to go to their Bible study groups, and I mean, I just, I just clicked right in. Uh, they didn't know I was a singer. They didn't know I, I had gone to Bible college. They, they didn't know I, I taught. They, didn't, they know nothing about me, but yet they, they just loved me. And I think that's one of the most important things that you can do is to ask the Holy Spirit to guide you to a place where where you can begin that a part of transformation in your life. You were faced with deep trouble. A dark cloud was over you through this divorce that you encountered. But through the power of Jesus Christ, you would find healing and you would find a community of believers who would take you in. They knew nothing of who you were, but they would come to you and you would come to them and the healing process would begin in your life. Tell us about the joy and the love that God would begin to instill in your life as you would encounter your healing process. It began, I believe, the, the greatest transformation was finding this group of people that God had me through the Holy Spirit join. And because of their acceptance of me and because of, you know, it began a process of talking to the pastor, process of being with the, the people, going, hanging out with the men. Uh, big, once again, after a while, becoming involved, I started, after a while, I started singing uh, after a while, uh, we st- I started getting uh, involved in other areas, and I think that that's that was one of the most important things that that was able to help me to uh, in this transformation was getting back into the serving. I've learned this is that when you're serving, you're not observing, and when you stop serving, you start observing everything around you, and that 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 helped me to, uh, not to focus on my problems. Not to focus on on what I was going through, but kind of take my eyes off of myself and begin to and begin to see what other needs were all around me. What does it say about God's faithfulness? I'm telling you, God is faithful. You know, every moment of your life, 
I mean, the Bible says that His mercies are new every morning and His faithfulness every evening. And I thank God, I mean, whether you're going through the darkest moment of your life, yeah, that's when we notice His, His faithfulness more. You know, whether everything's going, uh, like they say, hunky-dory in your life, God is so faithful. Even though when we're faithless, Bible says that God is faithful. He's faithful to His promises because it wasn't up to us. God's the one that made the promise. And when we decide to stand on His promises, God says, I will make that promise that you began to stand on. I will make that promise come to pass. Now, it may come to pass immediately, or it may take months, or it may take years. But if you just stand on God's Word and you stand on that promise or promises, God will see it and He will be faithful to the whatever promise and make it come to pass. Often, Christians are troubled in life. We're all troubled. Trouble is part of our society, our lives. What advice do you have for us as Christians, for our community, for the city of San Antonio and its surrounding areas in regards to trouble in our lives? Well, the Bible says that Jesus spoke to his disciples and says, In this world, you will have much tribulation. Other versions say much trouble. So I believe that as Christians, uh, as a society, as a uh, as any human being, we have to come, first of all, to the realization that if we are in this world, troubles are going to eventually come. And uh, we cannot expect to live in a utopia, you know, everything going perfectly. Sooner or later, we're going to be faced with something. So I believe that the first thing we have to realize is that because Jesus said the troubles are going to come, when they come... God is still in control. God, If God says the problems will come, God says that He will keep us through every problem. So the thing to realize, first of all, is that they will come, but when they come, we don't have to worry. We don't have to stress. We don't, the Bible says that cast all your cares upon Him because He cares about you. So when the problems come, all you got to do is just you know, hot potato it up to Jesus. Hand it over to Jesus and let Him take care of it. In Deuteronomy 4.29, it reads, Search for Him with all your heart and soul, and you will find Him. You know, this depicts that we are close to Him. He is close to us. He has never left us. He is faithful to yes. each and every one of us. Now, Sam, tell us about what you do today for the Lord. Well, today we are um, a pastor at uh, of In His Word Church. Uh, we are located at uh, 7525 U.S. 90 West. San Antonio, Texas, 78227. It's in the close to the intersection of uh, Highway 90 and 410. Uh, and that's where we've been there. We hold services at, uh, at uh, 2.30 in the afternoon. My dad calls it uh, the hour of the lizard, la hora del lagartijo, because that's the hottest part of the day. But we're sharing that, that uh, building with uh, two other churches that God has us there. And uh, it's, it's completely bilingual. Uh, it's 100% bilingual, and uh, of course, because we have some some folks that are speak just Spanish, and uh, of course, the young and the younger uh, the younger crowd is uh, speaks English. But um, yeah, I think I believe it's one of the few churches that that has everything uh, 
Uh, I know some use uh, headphones and some use other means, but we're one of the few churches that where everything is 100% bilingual, but we're there ministering, uh, helping others uh, in, in whatever needs may be. But uh, praise God, we've been there. We've been, we have our, our, we've been pastors for about five years, and we plan to continue it until the Lord Jesus comes and takes us home again. Sam, you also have this gift, as you mentioned earlier in the program, that you sing. Yes. Can you share something with us? Yes, uh, well, I guess uh, the old song, um, Amazing Grace, I'm just going to sing maybe one verse. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. Wonderful, Sam. Thank you for sharing today on Impact Stories of Faith. And in closing, if you, our listeners, would like to have a transformation like Sam in your life through Jesus Christ, then simply say this powerful prayer with me with all of your heart. God, I believe in your Son, Jesus Christ, as the Savior of the world, and I confess that I am a sinner, and I ask that you forgive me and come into my life and make me new. If you said this prayer or have a transformation story to share, then visit us at impactministrysa.org. That's impactministrysa.org. I'd love to hear from you. I'm Mike Gonzalez. We hope you join us next time for another amazing story you won't want to miss. God bless you. Thank you for joining our program, Impact, where your testimonies are heard around the world. Please join us next week for another wonderful edition of Storytelling. Until then, God bless you. And remember, share your stories to impact those around you. And let us all go out as Jesus did and change our world. Hello, I'm Mike Gonzalez. And on behalf of our ministry team, we'd like to salute and thank our service members for their service to our country. And thank you for listening to Impact Stories of Faith. Have you been praying and you still have no answers? Have you been pouring out your heart for so many years? Have you been hoping that things would have changed by now? Have you cried all the faith you have through so many tears? Don't forget the things that he has done before. And remember he It's like the brightest sunrise Waiting on the other side On the darkest night Don't ever lose hope Hold on and believe Maybe you just haven't seen it Just haven't seen it yet You're closer than you think you are Only moments from the break of dawn All his promises are just up ahead Maybe you just haven't seen it Just haven't seen it yet 
like the bride.